On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. So right in front of me is the monitor, and it shows like our logo staring at us, and it just is that reminder of just how much hotter my wife is than I am. Like, as I I stare at it, and I'm like, man, my wife is hot. And I'm like, I definitely look like a mongrel from like the, from the... Like land of lost time or something. (laughs) No, you don't. I actually love that picture of you on our logo. You're still much hotter. It's good, though. That's my sales skills, baby. (laughs) Matt is still out. We got Jenny and Zach in as always. Hello, everybody. Matt's still acting like he's on vacation or something. He's doing something. Let me tell you. I'm I'm a little worried about what that guy's cooking (laughs) over there, but I'm sure it's fun, whatever it is. You'd be good to know, Zach, that I did not start the clock. Um, <laughs> Glad to know. I know. I, no, no, that thing is a menace. I'm telling you, it haunts my dreams. I wake up in a cold sweat thinking about not starting the clock. So last Thursday, Jenny's um, episode with Watch Chad Prather Show, and, and Monday, mine with the Chad Prather Show came out where he interviewed both of us on the show. And, of course, Chad took plenty of options and times to correct me on on my grammar my my words oh, throughout good. that one. it's funny good i'm glad because i was i didn't hear uh i wasn't there when when you recorded it so i'm glad to hear that he took it upon himself to oh, fill yes. that role absolutely yeah he did really good with it in the beginning this is whenever he bo- first taught me that waller was not a word it was actually wallow and i did not know that i thought it was waller and it's just when instead of whenever but that's just another yeah that's a whole another nother. lesson for another day one day mind blown waller one day we'll get waller in the dictionary it'll happen All right. it should Wiles. be how should it be spelled w- it's easy oh tell me do tell w a l l e r waller waller put it on a t-shirt yeah yeah we need some heathism shirts or something that we would do. be funny i need yeah. a conversation with your fourth grade english teacher <laughs> They gave up on me. <laughs> Look at you now, though, babe. It's, it's right. all good. Yeah. You sure showed them. Yeah. Well, our first article this week, uh, why are young people pretending to love work? This is a long one, so I'm going to try to sum it up best I can, but excuse the, uh, the language. Welcome to hustle culture. The current state of entrepreneurship is bigger than career. It's ambition, grit, and hustle. It's a live performance that lights up your creativity, a sweat session that sends your endorphins coursing. Uh, this is toil glamour and it's going mainstream. The article goes to talk about people like Elon Musk, who have said, uh, tweeted, tweeted in November, that there are easier places to work than Tesla, his company, but nobody ever changed the world on 40 hours a week. The correct number of hours varies per person, but it's about 80%, 80 hours sustained, peaking about 100 at times. Uh, pain level increases exponentially at 80. This, this goes on to talk about entrepreneurs, young folks, who are just all about the hustle. Who like I my hobby is my work and work is my hobby it is my life I wake up in the morning I eat drink and sleep work it is my thing and the question this article asks is 
you know, for some people, surely this is real, but a lot of people have to convince themselves this is something they like. And like any any hobby, it's niche. It's its own thing. And not everybody is going to love work. So are we getting to a point where it feels like people have to force themselves to do the rise and grind to 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 love work? And that's who you have to be. And what does that mean? I guess it's a, it's a it's a wide sweeping article. But I'm curious to hear thoughts. I would almost think this is a probably a very cynical type person that wrote the article and imposing that question. It seems like to me because the truth is, a lot of people think that people that are just happy in general, they just are naturally wake up happy, and they like to think that, and they want to be pissed off over there and not be a happy person. But understanding that people who are happy work to be happy, mm-hmm. you know, like like you don't just um, wake up and and like the people that are happy. We choose to be. We work on being happy because bad things happen to everybody. You that just sit over there in your poor, pitiful me and cry in your hands chair, um, you're not willing to do the work to choose to be happy. And I f- so I feel like the person who did this article is like that person that's like miserable what they do and is like, why are you forcing yourself to be happy? No, they're choosing to like love their job. I mean, that's really not a bad thing um, to, to make a choice to, to love it, you know, um, through it all, whatever it may be. I, I, I just think that the aspect of you do, I mean, mindset and happiness and, and, and anger and all those things are, are actually choices that you can and cannot make um, in, in, many diff- in many ways, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say 100% of the time, but in many ways, you can choose to look at things in, in different lights. I know that that's really probably far off from what your take was. No, no. I think that's, I think that's an interesting take. I think I, I mean, I, I hear you on that. I, guess when I when I hear this it just comes down to comparison when you get this becomes problematic this sort of hustle culture hashtag work 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 you know rise and grind all that kind of stuff is only problematic for the people who don't enjoy necessarily the rise and grind for people who are like uh no how about sleep in and have time with my family grind you know what I mean great (laughs) so so that's so I think they become problematic when the person who inherently enjoys more of a regular schedule looks at this and compares themselves and thinks that then there is something wrong with them for wanting work-life balance yes i don't think there's anything wrong with either of them the big problem is when we look at what someone else has or is doing or is enjoying or at least is posting on instagram that they enjoy and think oh gosh i guess i'm not grinding hard enough no own it do you yes. be you? That is legit. That is fine, and, and that will, I think, bring that happiness. You know, choosing to be happy also involves realizing what does make you happy. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not a, a huge fan of the you know hashtag hustle for, for all on and on and on and on and on because what we don't see. Um, is the after effect of that type of lifestyle. So yeah, so the the example Zach gave of Tesla. You know, so so we're saying, wow, you know what? That's true. They are changing the world. And so what so how many hours was that? Oh, 80? Oh, 100? Okay, cool. Awesome. We're not seeing the full picture of that person's life. Perhaps that person is legitimately happy, you know, devoting everything to work you know working those holidays but feeling like you know what that's okay because i'm getting the rewards of this and i'm changing the world we don't see how that perhaps impacts their health their sleep habits their home life their marriage all these different things and really you know it doesn't matter because again if you do you you don't have to worry about it that's what you I'm can saying. still yes. be inspired by them you can still be like wow that that is 
<laughs> that is pretty cool. Um, I also think there is a season for the hustle and for ultimate health. This is a personal opinion. It needs to ebb and flow. You can't stay in that season for forever for, for the 80 hours, 100 hours a week. I don't think that that is sustainable long-term for most people. But again, I'm not those people. Don't have to be. Yeah. And, and that is the best part is what you talk about is do you. Like, I mean, some people are wired in a way if they didn't have that massive why to to be like changing the world with that thing. Mm-hmm. Like if that, if they didn't have that, they would be an absolute miserable person, right? That's what it, you know, and, and that's what I think we've got to understand. And the other thing that I like is whenever this article points out and says specifically to saying young people these days, and it's always the, the older generation saying young people these days, when you go back and look at it, the baby boomers are the exact same people the millennials are. The baby boomers changed everything in America. Baby boomers were the grinded out, working out, working nonstop, and and stay at that job. I mean, it was a different change they made, but they did. They were in the baby boomers era of coming up was one of the largest entrepreneurship booms there was mm-hmm. because most of them were. And what does they say about millennials, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't. That's what I love about it, though, is that how similar they are. And when you go back at how history repeats itself. Um, you know that how sim how similar they all are, but yet now they they think they're so far apart. Right? Yeah, I kind of I kind of see what you're saying. So th- so this article pointing out uh, people like saying that they they love their job, for example, and I think you're right. Being maybe a little bit cynical about like, okay, do you really love your job? Here's the thing, too. I mean, work is work. Yes. Even you know, you, you, let's say um, what sounds like the easiest job being a model oh you just stand there and look good absolutely not not. you speak to a professional model i have friends who have done this for a living and do do this for a living there is prep time there are restrictions on how you show up looking that day what you're wearing what kind of conditions you're in whether you're you know staying underwater and it's cold or you're you know on the top of a mountain or you had to get up at two in the morning or fly across the country it's about all the stuff you have to eat right you have to do all the things properly even you know what i'm just throwing that out there as a job that people might think oh gosh well that's easy she's just a model a good one for you uh broadcast television <laughs> well you just show up and you talk for two yeah. hours yeah. commercial breaks and then you go home and you're done and it's yeah. super easy that oh would my be God. people used to always ask well so what do you do the rest of the day because they would see the sh- <laughs> you know they would see the show and so and at the time by the way this was a uh a six hour show i was working on it at fox in indianapolis i'm like well well first of all we're on the air for six hours a day so that's pretty full and we do get in two hours prior to the show read through the show help write research articles find out facts after the show there's a post-show meeting and prep for the next day well that is more than a full day but people because they saw you know a five-minute segment they're like gosh that's cool that's easy i want to do that and they also think if the show starts at 4 a.m they're like wow so you must wake up at like 3 45 (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah no because the studio is not at my house so yeah so you've got to get up prep you know drive over there hair and makeup done which you do yourself um and then of course the actual content of the show which is the important part but um yes that is a, a very good example but i would still be the person who posts love my job because by and large yes i do and because i believe in sort of putting out what i want to be true so so i'm not really big on 
like uh, for example last week i did i did make a post where i'd had my hair and makeup done and i was holding bright and i thought it was a really sweet picture but i also gave some perspective on what had also happened that day including um brighton having a massive accident all over the dress that i had just put on for the event i was hosting Aww. um charlie almost escaping out the front door breakfast being spilled everywhere and then me running late so i i posted that little bit of perspective because i don't want to be the person who only posts perfection yeah um so i think there's a balance or i, I try to find a balance at least with on my online social media posts which is how a lot of people know me um in terms of being positive and saying things like yeah you know what i do i do love what i do um but also being realistic about hey look i'm just a mom who is like fumbling through life and trying to figure this out just like the rest of you but the key is is that it's it's also see it's unfortunate that you even have to show that perspective (laughs) because because you worry about others comparing to you so much and that's i think that's one of the biggest things that you said on this was just get do you like get out of that comparing to what other, you you've got to understand we're all so different people that what we we all have different thoughts beliefs and actions on what we believe is success and not and all of that and and if you get out of the comparing game you're going to make things much easier for yourself um i believe and then understanding that it's like just do you like you said a hundred times you know do you and, and, and it'll all work out we'll be back in a minute on the second segment of second shot that was aggressive <laughs> i was not aggressive <laughs> He makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. Well, Jenny brought it up, and I guess that we um, slotted Zach because you were wanting to ask him a question on the last one, and I wrapped it up before you asked that question. Oh, no, that's okay. I was just curious what your thoughts are on this topic, Zach, and the, you know, hashtag love my job, hashtag hustle, hashtag one million hour a week. Um, Work week. It, you know, it's it's a weird spot to be in because I, I do have a really cool job. I like my job a lot. Uh, I, I love this job. And and I I don't know. I think everybody's different, right? You, you mentioned that, that, that everybody every, everybody likes their own thing. Uh, one of my favorite quotes uh, that I've been touting around an awful lot in the past six months since I heard it because I think it's brilliant. Uh, Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love Me it. Me too. I love it love so it, much. Love it. Like that, that, that quote directly influences um, a lot of how I live my life because it's it's it couldn't be more true like don't don't try to be something you're not and I think when it comes to acting like you love your job and not actually loving it you're being something you're not Mm -hmm. it's okay to not like what you're doing it's okay to be like you know what maybe this isn't really for me and it's okay to step back and go you know uh, maybe maybe I need to figure out something something new and something different or to say you know what this I think this might be it this isn't what I wanted but I found this job that I love and like I, I can't imagine doing anything else that's all right um, I, I think ultimately all that matters at the end of the day is how we feel right like all that all that matters when you get in bed is mm-hmm. did, did it feel 
good today? Did I feel bad today? Your personal perception of the world is your everything. It's what you see and what you do and what you take in. Not to get like <laughs> too far in the weeds here, but like, no. I think it's okay to say I'm not happy at my job. I think it's okay to say I love my job. I think you can't get caught by the people who say they love it and you should love it too because they want you to have that happiness, but they found theirs and maybe they don't know how to how you can find yours too. And so they want you to feel the same way they do. And, and that's a well-intentioned thing, but I'm getting way too far in the rabbit hole on this. I no, 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 you're not It just basically is wrapping up really what we, what we talked yeah. about on it, which is it's do you like, like, like the Oscar Wilde quote, quote you just said, that is perfect. I yeah. mean, that's what it is. It's, not in that comparing game. Yeah, yeah, the comparison game is is detrimental to everybody. Right. We all we all stand to lose. Uh, and and mm-hmm. it's not it's not people saying, "Hey, you should love your job too, rise and grind," because they they want you to to be a worker bee and get back into the grind. Like, no, they want you to feel the same way they do. That's yeah. all. And and um, that's admirable, but it it can be not great, I guess. So um, I like that. Yeah, I don't know. this next headline (laughs) i am curious i'm hoping to get heath's perspective so we can like hook everybody up with intel on how to have your boss love you yeah uh the importance of working for a boss who supports you employers seek loyalty and dedication from their employees but sometimes fail to return their half of the equation leaving workers feeling left behind and unsupported professional relationships are built on trust and commitment and working for a boss that supports you is vital to professional and company success employees who believe their company cares for them perform better uh this goes into investing in a relationship with your boss ways you can communicate a little better but i'm curious what you guys think about this because i i I agree i think i think that half of the equations can sometimes get left behind leadership is built on trust if your your boss trusts you that's great but if you don't trust them you're in trouble right Mm -hmm. so what do you think about this heath well, I want I want Heath to give some tips for people who are hoping to endear themselves to the, their boss. I yeah, mean, not, not kiss the ring, but yeah, I agree. Like, how do you how do you? I don't know. How, like, okay, uh, uh, give us some scenarios. I always try to. I think I'm an uh, maybe could err on the side of being an over communicator. I don't know with certain things, and I always kind of wonder. Okay, how much is too much? How much is they feel like you are sucking up, or how, you know what I mean? Like, where's the fine line? <laughs> I mean, I know what he's going to say. Just do your job and I will like you. (laughs) I mean, I, you know, look, leadership is and and self-development on leadership and all that is a massive industry. Majority of the books probably written are on leadership and and self-development, right? Because and the reason why there's a big need is because there's a massive hole for great leaders and great bosses that actually support their people. Okay. That's the that's the biggest reason why that that industry is so big. There needs to be more leaders that that can that can see that right to know that they support their people that then return support in them etc. So I say that to know I, I don't know I'm I'm trying to figure out really what somebody can do to support their their boss as much because for me. Um, I'm going to give support to my people no matter what. I mean, I, I, I can tell you this. When they, when, they, when they don't do what they say, when somebody shows me who they are, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to believe them after a, a couple times, and, and I'm going to back off on that support. Whenever you don't do what you say you're going to do and you don't hold your word up to me, that's when you're, you're going to lose mine. Um, I'm, I'm not very difficult. I just, just don't lie to me and be honest and, and do what you say you're going to do. So when you think about your, you know, 
sort of, and you've said this on the show before, that you do pick favorites. Absolutely. And so when you think of your favorites, when you think of the people who you really enjoy and you would not want to lose, what are some of those qualities that they possess and what are they doing on a you know weekly or monthly basis that makes them so valuable and makes you want to support them? I can count on them. They do what they say they're going to do and I can count on them. And in return, I feel like they believe they can count on me to support them and be there and whatever mm-hmm. they need. Honestly, I think the biggest is I can count on them to do what they say they're going to do. They don't try to come up with the fancy excuses of stuff to get around it. They take self-responsibility. They have a self-awareness to know it's the conversation of I've dropped the ball and this is why I did it and this is what I figured out in my future. I'm not going to do that anymore. Before I even had to have a conversation about it. Mm. They just owned it. And they told me why, which, which gives me a lot of, um, I believe in them because I know they're, they're self-correcting, right? Like, like it didn't, like they already realized it and they told me how and why. It wasn't just like, my bad, I won't do it again. It was like, here's what I did. Here's how it won't happen. Here's what I'm doing to correct that one. And I never even had to say anything. But I, I honestly, to me, is it's that when I can count, I just need to be able to count on you. I need to be able to, if you say we're going to um, do X, Y, Z, like, just do it. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's so simple, yet people are looking for a more grand answer because yeah. people don't want to do what they say they're going to do. Well, um, but it's it's similar. I mean, what, what I'm hearing you say is that the boss-employee relationship is the same as all relationships. That does not differ from a colleague relationship, from a, you know, familial relationship. It's all the same. Well, that's the thing is your, your boss is going to support you more and more the more that you come through when you say you're going to come through and and maybe you come through and come out of it whenever it comes you know another thing is for me is when people are um you know have ideas and have things are coming up with that means they're in the business like when i have people that are just like um following whatever it is said and done and like are never coming to the table with things um then they don't like you mean with questions or, or concerns ideas or ideas or, or okay. anything like that right like that means they're in it. When you, when you've got your when your mind's going, I, I, I know you're in the game, right? Mm-hmm. That that means your your head's in it. And you're thinking about um, what can be done to be better. So I don't. I, so I like even though they could be harebrained ideas, or whatever. But you know what? It just shows to me that you're 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 trying to find solutions to problems we have. They could be the wrong solutions <laughs> in my mind, mm-hmm. but I, at least I know you're 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 coming with something. Um, but on, I mean, I'm telling you the most simplest thing in simplest form for me is just doing what you say you're going to do. And, and, and it's funny because that's what I talk about this. My second shot on it is just in a relationship, you know, with their spouse or, or somebody, um, being with the, the importance of being with a spouse that supports you, you know, um, and how important that is in, in today's world as well. But, um, in, in the boss world, I, I mean, it's. Um, I believe that once a boss can trust you and count on you, that you're going to get a lot. You, you'll get a lot of support from them. Mm-hmm. And and do you mind when people ask for it? When people say, "Hey, look, I could really use some help here." Is that like, oh gosh, or are you thinking, "Oh wow, you're in the business. You're you're working, so you you're realize in the business." You need okay. I, I always know whenever we start new offices and stuff, the ones that wear me out and call me all the time with stuff are the ones that I know are killing it and going to do great. And they, I love it. Like, it's not wearing me out because I know they're in the business. 
the ones that won't because they either have the insecurity of looking like it's wrong or you mm-hmm. know asking the questions those are the people that that beat their head on the wall and never get there because they're too scared to just ask for you know the help mm-hmm. i think that's a really good message my personality is inclined to really question whether to go to the bots for help because i don't want to seem like a pest or i don't want to seem like somebody who couldn't figure it out on my own so i think that's good messaging for people with my type of personality to go ahead and ask and if you know if they can help they will well and i've had my conversations with them too and i've said look before we've gotten started i need you to wear me out if you're wearing me out every day come to me with anything there is and, and every time they do I, I always do everything i can to help them but then i've got some that just won't do it mm-hmm. they won't do it like they're they're too worried about whatever it is but then they then they're stuck in the same spot year after year and not making moves because they're too insecure to um to come and ask um for help in any ways and and they won't listen they keep trying it their own way versus the other and then i have my offices that i know we're going to kill it because like i always tell them i say look you know i've got 12 years in this business so if you're starting out and you're doing you're really working hard at it and you don't have one million questions that you don't know the answer to that means you're not working you're not uncovering enough things because Mm -hmm. i still have a lot of questions every day and i'm 12 years in so you being brand new at this you better have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I like this this idea that, that it is a relationship. I think people forget that. They think it's professional, and they're like, well, they, they're they my boss, and I'm, I'm their employee, and that's just the way it is. We didn't set this up. This is just how it has to be. I think it's important to understand that, like, it's more than that. Like, it just is. There has to be a level of engagement. You have to be able to listen to each other and hear what each other has to say and help each other out. Um, in both cases, right? Boss tells you to do something, you have to be able to help them and do it. Uh, you ask the boss for help, they have to be able to listen to you and, and help you out in some form or fashion. Um, I think a lot of people discount that and just, well, they tell me to do it and I do it and that's the way it is and you end up just feeling like you're never heard and, and you're miserable. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The biggest way I've been able to find support from my bosses, and I'm talking upper, upper, upper level management. So for example, at a TV station, there is one general manager. These are the people where employees will often say, you know what, yeah, the GM is just so uninvolved. You know what, they, they never come into the newsroom, they're very uninvolved. And um, at my very first TV station, I became very closely connected with our general manager. And I remember people saying, oh, they're so uninvolved. Well, they weren't for me, because guess what? I went out and said, hey. You made an effort. Can you take a look at this story? And, um, and on multiple occasions, he said, Jenny, this is terrible. I can't believe we actually aired this. But guess what, he gave me advice, and then he had, it was a, it was a, team effort for the next stories that we put on the air. So then I have someone who's got, you know, 30 years in the business helping out me who had six months in the business. And guess who got a great job after that job because of his support and because he saw, like, I think it it invigorated him too, because he's sort of working on the business side and working on finance and working on, you know, out, he's outside of the creative part of the business that his employees are in. And so I think that it helped him to kind of get get reinvested in the product and to be able to mentor somebody in that way so it wasn't like i got him for an hour a day it was you know 10 minutes here every once in a while but i really valued what he said and we still keep in touch to this day because i was somebody who you know was bold enough to reach out and sort of ask for help and sometimes it was hard to hear but we that created a bond and I think that whenever you think about it in your personal relationships and, and the work stuff, when it comes to it is the, you know, when, when you become somebody that people can count on, when you are somebody that um, others go, 
no matter what happens, that person does what they say they're going to do. Whenever you are that person that that reaches out for communication to get clarity with all of it in personal relationships and business, those are ways that people will start to support you more in general. So maybe you should work on your communication, working on um, doing following through when you say you're going to and doing all those things and putting those regimens in place so you become one of those people. We'll be back on the third segment of Second Shot right after this. That's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Ignorance on fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Well, we've got a huge announcement that Jenny's going to go over here in a little bit. I want to address some stuff with uh, uh, Zach first, and then we're going to let Jenny (laughs) uh, drop the ball on some stuff. But now... Here's the thing. Leave us a rating and review. Second Shot Facebook group. We're all hanging out there chilling, chillaxing, yeah. Cadillacing. <laughs> I mean, you're Cadillacing. Yeah. And um, and then we need a rating review. We need some shares, guys. You, that Help us ha- out. So here's the deal. If you leave a rating or a review or share a screenshot or a link of the podcast on any of your social media, tag me on Instagram and I will share it to my audience of... I have a large audience on there. So if you're looking for followers for your business, your company, just even your family page, um, I will, yeah, share it. Tag me at Jenny and Chondo on Instagram and I will share that in my Instagram stories. And um, the way to do the review, by the way, is through your podcast app. And it's super simple. It takes 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost easier than subscribing. I was at a meeting not that long ago with a bunch of of local um, social media influencers for whatever Oh, that's that cool. Man, uh, any of them would have thought, would have taken you up on that offer. Like, Jenny Ochondo's going to retweet my thing? Like, that's huge. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, that's 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 a big deal. And, and I feel like a lot of people discount that. Seriously. Go share that it. tag in. Yeah. It's pretty simple. You will be shocked. It'll work out. Secondshotcast yeah. at gmail.com is also the, the email that if you have any questions, comments, or anything you want to send. Um, you know, which a lot of people now are just posting in the Second Shot Facebook group, some of their stuff that we used to kind of get similarities mm-hmm. in, in emails. Um, and so in the third segment, we usually kind of take this time as a free for all and to, to address some of those. And so today, um, we're going to have, uh, I, I want Zach to bring up what he just talked about. And then we're going to turn to Jenny for her to drop her new little, uh, adventure on everybody. I know. I feel like I'm stepping on the news. No, don't. No, no, no. I want to have that discussion because when we have these good discussions off the air, it's important to bring them to everybody else too. So I had a, a, a friend of mine reach out. They, they just got a new job uh, and they're very excited. They're, they're, they're doing their thing. And, and, and they told me that they spied on their, their, their manager's uh, phone. <laughs> Not to eavesdrop or anything, but I mean, this is just something you see. Uh, on their iPhone, they noticed that red bubble above their like mail notification had like Seven, just a lot of unread emails, like thousands. They said like seven thousand or something. Uh, 
It's absurd. And, and and to me, I'm the kind of person. I'm not. I'm not a leadership. I'm not. I'm not a leader. I'm not in leadership here. But I'm the kind of person that like I'm so meticulous about emails, even if it's spam. I delete it, unsubscribe, whatever, because that is like my. That is my channel through which I am able to send and receive work, and like that's important to me. And it just—it just—it was weird hearing that, like, oh, you have a manager who has a stupid amount of unread emails that they're just not, not on top of, not keeping track of. And who knows? Maybe a lot of those come from a personal account, a previous job. I have no idea. But that—that's something that just stuck stuck in my craw a little bit. That 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 you you're you're in leadership and you're not keeping up with that stuff because the devil is in the details and those are the details that you're ignoring at least it seems to me whatever that is whatever whatever's going on there and i can they can have a side business for all i know i could be totally wrong but um that bugged me so i wanted to ask i wanted to submit to the court for approval uh a a a, <laughs> a right a, a manager or a leader who just does not just has a misses that who okay. sees who sees that big red notification and ignores it every time they open their phone like ah, i'll deal with that later I that, see what you're that saying. That seems weird to me. What do you think? Well, it's probably a spam account. Probably. It, I, I, I would like to hope that any good leader is definitely responding to people because uh, when you don't respond to people or ignore their requests, you're just sending a message of I'm more important than you and I, that's just not going to be a good way to get, you know, work out of your people. <laughs> that's, just, that's just not going to work out well and you're just going to get a really bad reputation. I would like to hope that that is a spam account. Um, I have, this is going to make people who you know are like OCD really upset. I have 165 unread. But those are for my Gensu42 uh, Hotmail account. Yeah. So they're like, you know, ads and things like that. But what do you think, Heath? I, it would drive me nuts if I had to see 140-something red little dots above my mail. <laughs> um, I'm a guy who gets the respond back. I, I um, there, there are, it would drive me, I mean, I, I don't think, you have to respond. As a leader, you have to respond. So, like, um, if you're not responding and addressing things, you're going to lose a lot of respect really quick. Now, under, I understand this is... Email should not be something that people should expect an immediate reply on. That, that's where I think the culture has gone bad is. Email is not an immediate reply communication. That, you know, and that's where a lot of people can't get disconnected from the email and they're like going to check everything real quick. I think in 24, 48-hour reply from an email is fine. And so you need to maybe – some people are overdoing the email on – how much on it? That's not a direct communication. It was never set up to be a direct communication, fast type of uh, of setup. So, um, the expectation of an immediate type of reply is something that needs to um, be changed because that's not what it's for. I mean, if you if there's you're making the suggestion of a phone call, a phone call, if you need a text message, something quick like that. If you need some, an email should be something that um, a 24, 48 hour reply is respectable. Um, you definitely shouldn't have that many built up with no reply with it at all. It drives me nuts when people don't respond to people at all. Like it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, I very, I, I really try to very, very rarely drop the ball in that area. I mean, obviously we're all human, mm -hmm. we do, but but I I would say I, I definitely don't drop the ball in that area uh, more often than not. 
I mean, just in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt and say that that's some sort of junk spam email folder. And my hopefully OCD, they though, are... I would have already gotten rid of those junk spam or <laughs> yeah. something. There's no yeah. way I could look at that red bubble what like about, that. Does this bug you or trigger you, babe? Looking yeah, at God bless. Mine. That would just drive me nuts. This, I couldn't do this it. This whole no. phone <laughs> situation. I don't Show know. the camera. Show your camera. There's a lot going on here. What's, what's, what is this? I mean, okay, you got some red bubbles on there. Is that there. stressing you that guys out? That stresses emails. Ah! Oh, a bunch of phone calls. I, I can't. Also, okay, yeah. I, I also don't have it. any of my apps updated, so those are. Yeah. I can't you know, stand that. 132. Well, but okay, okay. I have a weird thing with saving voicemails too. Like, just people who are special in my life. Although Heath never leaves me a voicemail, so I don't think I have one of him. But um, like Surely my mom, my one. dad, both my brothers, people who I don't see very often, I do right. save like their voicemails you, because yeah, I think I think you do the same thing I do probably most of us do like god forbid tragic yeah, strikes or anything happens I, yeah, to them yeah I didn't want to say it that, but yeah like, yeah totally yeah yep yeah so babe you should leave me a voicemail so I can save it I'll do I it. even have one from your mom okay I'll leave yeah. you one okay it'll be beautiful okay Maslache. You, you'll work so, up a whole message and she'll pick up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He never calls me. I probably would pick up even if right. I was. It was like an emergency because he never calls. Or we do, not. Not. I'm not. It's like not a judgment on Heath. We just don't call each other often. Hey, text and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to tell us what's going on in your world. You guys, I am so excited. On my vision board for 2019, I put a lot of different things that I wanted to happen and want to come into my life. And, you know, without a plan, I, it, we talked about the, the difference between vision boards and actual plans and setting goals and things like that. So the vision board is just sort of more of an abstract concept. And one of the things I put out there was future of fitness. And I also put fitness innovation on it. And I have been a certified personal trainer for 15 years. I don't actively train, but I'm still just I have a passion for fitness and, and always have and always will. So about, oh my gosh, with three weeks ago, a oh, month ago, longer than, that. Okay. longer than that. Okay. So let's say a month ago, um, the functional medicine doctor I was seeing, it told me I had taken these blood tests. I had heavy metals in my system. I had mold toxicity. I had all sorts of issues and there's a number of different remedies. One of the suggestions was to go to an infrared sauna. So I was like, okay, cool. So I start looking up infrared saunas. They're like $25 a pop. And so then I'm going to have to work out, then go to the infrared sauna. I'm like, oh, I don't have time for that. Then I found out about a place called Hotworks, H-O-T-W-O-R-X, where you do a workout inside of an infrared sauna. So to me, I thought this is maximum efficiency. So I'm getting the benefits of the infrared sauna, but then I'm also getting my workout. So I'm not having to do one than the other. Um, went to it, fell in love with it. A couple weeks later, went and met the creators of the program, um, and now I am going to be opening a Hotworks facility in the DFW area. Whoa, really? Yes. Oh man. Yes, it's going down. I will be hiring. Really? <laughs> yes, I'll oh, be. Man. I'll be I'll hiring within the next. I can't um, wait. She's about to be hiring people and dealing with some employees. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! I'm so excited. Yes. Congrats! Thank you so much. That I'm really so cool. excited because I'm. This is just something I'm passionate. You know, fitness is something I'm very passionate about. So I'm not stopping broadcasting or do, you know all all of those other things that still you know going to be a big well, part of my and life. And that's the reason why she's buying a franchise and buying a location of a franchise is that it's something that once we get once she gets up and going like and has it set she can still keep doing her broadcasting mm -hmm. career while having that kind of on the side. Oh, man. I want to hear about uh, leadership problems. Oh, my gosh. ask you about things. Well, it'll probably give me some fodder for the show. I'm yeah. sure I'll be able to bring a different uh, depth of knowledge. It it's going to be interesting. He's like waiting for me to struggle. But I'm not going to struggle. I'm going to kill it. I'm not waiting yeah. for I'm not. I don't think you're going to struggle. No. I'm just waiting for the... 
I'm waiting for the um, uh, for those dynamics to hit that you haven't yet dealt with. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's excited. what I'm waiting. It's for. another level. I'm really, really excited about, it. and I'm I'm excited to learn about you know opening a business. I mean, already so far we've been looking at different sites, so we don't know our exact location in the Metroplex right now, but we've been. Uh, looking at different sites and kind of working on that and I've been learning about just setting up just doing all the things to set up a business so this is a new venture for me I I had a small personal training business that was just literally me back in the day so I I did this on a very very small level so this will be another level I mean and I'm excited about it because I mean she's gonna kill it I mean she's gonna slay this thing she's thanks babe I love because she she'll just she'll outwork anybody there is Um, the woman's like the energizer bunny and it just goes and goes I don't know how it always works but she does (laughs) and I'm excited because it's gonna be a fun like um, it's like she gets to do that while keeping her broadcasting when you've always had a dream and, and it's mm-hmm. always been a dream to own a fitness business yep. and that's the cool thing is that that dream is coming true and that reality is coming to fruition which is fun yes gosh it, last year was kind of a hard year and so i needed um i felt like i could use a win in terms of my long-term goals and i'm really thankful that this came about I've looked into several other fitness-related businesses because this is something I've wanted to do for so many years, and none of them really made sense for, for me. And also, I mean, you have to believe in something wholeheartedly. Yes, I, I and think. you do. But you took this one. As soon as you did it, you loved it so much, mm-hmm. and you thought it was such a, I mean, it was like in, in, in a m- Three weeks later, it's like okay, we're we're buying. It's like <laughs> yeah. that's how hardcore she was about. It. Yeah, and and I'm actually a slow mover, so you know that I really believe in it. If I it's move only been open like a year and a half, and you can look at Hotworks and see if there's one local around you. And, yeah. and if you're in the H-O-T-W-O-R-X. Dallas area, W O R X. If you're in the Dallas area, don't go do any of them till we get ours open. No, then you come stop join it. ours. You can do any of them. <laughs> there are, there are several in the there are more in the Metroplex than anywhere else. So if you happen to live in the Metroplex, go check it out. Your first Indy's got them too. Yep, Indianapolis. In fact, I it was so funny cuz I called the owner of the one in Fishers, Indiana, and I know we have some listeners from Fishers and from Indianapolis and I introduced myself and he was like, "Wait a minute, did you used to work at Fox 59?" Cuz I was calling him to find out about Hotworks to find out you know, what are the challenges? Would you, you know, do, do you b- still believe in the business now that you own one? All that kind of stuff. And and he did. He said he loved it. And he was like, oh, that's crazy. So. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Oh, you you got to work out like budget and employees oh, and retail space. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Inventory. No, it'll be good. Yes. It'll be great. I can't yes, wait yes. to grill you on all things. I, see, I'm looking forward to It's like being the cool uncle. I get to stand on the sidelines and watch your struggle <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Like, <laughs> point and laugh and like cry and like yeah. enjoy it together, right? Like from afar oh. with no commitment on my end. It'll be so cool. I That's can't so wait. great. We, there is a commitment on your end to come to our grand opening and sweat it out when we very first Oh, my God. Up. Yes, please. Earn okay, the yes, burn, let's. baby. Yes. Yeah, Earn the it. burn. So what's gonna be funny what i think what we're gonna have to do is uh, the third segment we're gonna have to have a like have make up like a funny little like jenny update on a hot work <laughs> Entrepreneur's you going, corner. You, yeah you like going through this journey i think would be cool right oh. like in and and admitting and go through some of the things you're learning with it all i think would be actually pretty cool for yeah. people to get that insight on so maybe we'll start doing we'll that on the third segments yeah. giving everybody some insight <laughs> on it all i love it um so where can they find you at? so instagram at Jenny and Chondo. Same thing with Facebook, Jenny and Chondo TV on Twitter, and my website, JennyAndChondo.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash second shot, uh, second shot cast at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, get involved with it, come join the conversation, and Apple Zach and Tosh on Twitter and Instagram. Who needs it? 
at Heath Oaks and at Ignorance on Fire on all those platforms. Share us with your friends and family. Share it on Facebook, social media, and all those good things. And we love you until next time on Second Shot.